comedy it's always interesting that like to some degree a lot of y'all seem to go into it because like comedy is almost like a way you've been able to like disarm people right in your life you know right. but anyway before we, we but for we, me it's a little different i'm doing it for the love of it yeah but you you kind of gotta do stand up for the love of yeah. it. yeah because yeah. you're not getting paid at first so. yeah <laughs> yeah hey same with music man right same with music right. um but you know what man before we even dive into all of it bro if you want to just take a second introduce yourself i'm comedian dave o'harris i do comedy out in la areas i'm saying all the surrounding areas yeah. My, i have a show actually tonight yeah santa clarita yeah so i got a little driving to do you know yeah. what i mean a little gas <laughs> yeah. money to spend yeah but uh <laughs> yeah it's with blue face at his restaurant and uh i have some very talented comedians on there tonight uh it should be a great show and yeah, I do. I do. I also act, actually. Oh, okay. Like back in the day, I was on a couple of shows. I was just on them, though. I wasn't really just, you know, I got my SAG. I'm SAG. Mm -hmm. So I, I was on Gridiron Gang. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I was old school stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? So. Yeah, bro. That's so, it's so cool, man. And it's, uh, it is a shame that you are the first comedian I've had on this uh, podcast. I mean, I've had some funny. No, it's people. not a shame. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I I yeah, right. That's a, a better way of saying it is I'm honored to have you right, here right, right. as the first comedian <laughs> on the podcast. And because uh, I've had some like funny ass people on the podcast, right. but like I, I've always um in the last couple of months, I just like I really dove into the art form that is comedy and like the that extra level like psychologically of like purposefully coming up with material to um not only make people laugh but like having this opportunity to like enlighten people to right. something with but like you know finding that balance of like like because like I've noticed like the like my favorite comedians do it in a way where they are teaching but like the audience doesn't feel like they're being taught right. like they're just they're just learning something new and anyway they're 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 as I guess what I'm really touching on is like the 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 subtleties and directions you can go because like you know some guys are very physical some guys are like very one linery and right. you know so um anyway I mean bro let's starting with you like like what um. Of course, I'm always interested to know how like comedians were like as a kid. Like, were you always like a funny kid or? Yeah, man, I, <laughs> I've always told jokes. I used to watch Def Comedy Jam like VCR tapes. I don't know, people probably <laughs> don't even know what that is right now, but used to watch those all night and watch everybody. Yeah. So when I came here and saw those people, I was like, man, to me you're like a legend, but they were living just like regular yeah. LA people. So, yeah. um, to me. Yeah, it's, diff it's, it's all kinds of different comedians, man, and all kinds of different ways to be funny to people. Yeah. So yeah. I was always, I always looked at everything like it was a joke, yeah. kind of. Not like it was, you know, because I'm from Houston. Okay. So in Houston, they want you to be a little more serious. You know, it's times to play and it's times not to play. You know what I mean? So 
I was never that person. Yeah. It was always time to play. Even when people were mad, yeah. I would start laughing. I'm yeah. that type of person. So yeah, I was. I've always been like that person. Yeah, man. That that's so. Uh, it's cool. Like, um, yeah, because like, I, I think, I think comedians have a, uh, and of course, you know, a lot of people outside of comedy have recently been dragged into the conversation of what is comedy and you know, the, the, the badge that comedians have and like, you know, cause of the whole Will Smith, Chris Rock bullshit, which, um, you know, and I, and I think it's a shame that, that comedy is brought like the conversation surrounding comedy is always brought like in like the, the, the mainstream spotlight when like some like negative thing goes down. Right. You like know what if I mean? T.I. was booed yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Not, right. But, but like, like, um, I don't think a lot of people know how, like I know that I don't know how tough it must be, like because we're we we'll watch an hour special and think that like comedians start with an hour right. special, <laughs> and I'm like just thinking like damn like could I write five minutes of material like you could write it you know just, it, and and can you go do it right are you gonna exactly right exactly so I guess you know where I'm curious is <clears throat> where or when in life did you say, okay, I'm going to be funny with a purpose and like, I'm, I'm like, I'm really going to do this. Well, like I was doing it kind of part-time because I would say that because the first time I ever did it, I went up on stage and had three things to think about for 10 minutes and then I didn't go anymore for a long time. So mm -hmm. kind of say I'm part-time, but like once I had a daughter, I was like, let me go and do this at night. Yeah. And see how much I really love it. Because if I don't love it, I need to leave it alone because yeah. I'm going to have to go get a job and, you know, take care of my family. Yeah. So it was around that time when I was like, let me go and get on stage. And I love stage, the stage. That's yeah. what I realized once I got up there, you know. So yeah. once I started doing it, it was like I loved it. So, yeah, I don't know. That's <laughs> Yeah, no, no, that's that's I mean, that's that's. uh I mean, we're similar, similar in that regard. Like, I guess whatever it is that gets you on the stage or a stage, you know, for me, it's music. And when you're on there, there's, I think that, um, you almost have to enjoy that, um, like that, like internal, Jesus, let me turn off my phone, my <laughs> podcast, Jesus Christ. Um, that like internal struggle, uh, that you have, um, of like, I'm nervous, but I'm really excited. And I think every time I go on stage, I just look at it as an opportunity where it's like this feeling, like this, like, like it, it, an overwhelming thing. It's, it's like, though it's a mixed bag of emotions, you, there's never, you won't ever feel more alive right. than in those moments. I think like that's where you fall in love with it. Even if when you have those moments where you're like, shit, I'm like, I'm a little like yeah, I was gonna, nervous, yeah, you know? You got to be mentally prepared to be on stage and perform mm -hmm. you know you have to have all that energy and all of the things you need to be on stage mm -hmm. so if your day has been bad the whole day you still have to go up there and perform like you have the best day and you're always funny yeah. whereas you might have been mad at somebody or just arguing with somebody on the street that you yeah. don't even know you know yeah, so <laughs> yeah. you never know so yeah and you know i'm i'm um what is it that you think, uh, in terms of becoming successful as a comedian, 
Um, what what is it about like the delivery of comedy that might prevent uh, people like people that we you know we all know in our own lives that are like just really naturally funny, but then like when actually coming up with some type of like purposeful material, their humor doesn't translate. So what is it about like where where is the like what's the ratio between just being naturally funny and then being like a in a like a purposeful comedian in that like what what is it that like when delivering comedy has to like w- like you have to work on well i feel like it's like every job in a sense where you have to get the training so mm-hmm. if you're naturally funny you should try it. Usually it's stage fright that kills mm-hmm. off a lot of the naturally funny people, you yeah. know, because, yeah, you can be funny just sitting down, but when you have to be on stage and everybody is listening to you, yeah, can you still produce? Yeah. And, you know, you're not too scared or you're not, you know, you're yeah. not messing up the words or, you know, your energy is high and yeah. things like that. So I feel like stage fright has a lot to do with it. So, yeah. But besides that, it's 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 a craft like any other craft. So... You have to get your experience. You have to learn from your experience, experiences. You have to fail. You know, you mm-hmm. have, in order to be great, you got to fail. Yeah. So it's all the stuff that you have to do. It's all about if you're funny, do you want to still go on and be the funny person on mm-hmm. stage? Mm-hmm. So yeah, and um, it's uh, yeah. So I mean, it's a good. It's a right. It's a craft, and it. I'm the the similarities between comedy and music are so great yeah, right there right. yeah because uh, of course it's like the naturally very naturally talented uh, people musically that like you know they don't put in that time in the practice room to really like really turn it into something that they can just like execute at any time exactly um yeah that's that's the difference maker for sure um and i guess um so i guess it's kind of a two-part question in terms of for you but also in general for a comedian, like when, uh, do, do you choose the style or lane of comedy that you're gonna go into, or is it more like through that practice you realize, like, okay, I'm built for this style, like more like a George Carlin, Dave Chappelle type style, or more like a cat style? But how do you, how do you like find out that style or choose it? Well, yeah, it's, it's through practice, I would say, yeah. you know, and repetition. You you start realizing, oh, okay, like me, I sing sometimes, yeah. so singing in my in my set would be good. Yeah. So I, I try to put that in there, and, you know, I'm not Dave Chappelle's, st- I'm not that type of comedian mm-hmm. to me, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a, I, I see things, and I know how to react quick to it. Yeah. I'm more of that type of comedian, okay. you know, so yeah. uh, I had to learn how to be that way. So for me, yeah, I'm learning through you know, practice through mm-hmm. getting on stage, seeing what people like the most, Okay, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and who did you like, um, I guess, um, uh, growing up, uh, like, were there any people in particular you really enjoyed a lot? Yeah, man, it was, it was Martin, it was oh. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy is my favorite of all time. Wow. Because Coming to America is my favorite movie. You yeah. know, Delirious was like one of the first stand-ups I ever seen. Yeah. Martin is right there, uh, Chappelle, mm-hmm. you know, all all the greats, even like a Eddie Griffin, you know, mm-hmm. he was great to me because he could get on stage and transform and be, you know, just the funniest person ever. Yeah. You know, Cat Williams. Yeah. So, yeah, those are the people. It, it's, it's weird. I, I'm, um, 
You know, like, 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 I don't know if you have this in other, you know, aspects of your life that where like I, I can differentiate like my personal favorite, but then also, I guess, recognize that they're probably not like the greatest of all time. Right. But for me, my goat is is Cat Williams. Right. Just, he he is just so like. He he's just like like because. I understand why people say it's Dave, mm-hmm. because Dave is like this. Um, it's almost it's Dave is so interesting because his best skill is being a storyteller. Right, he's like a storyteller that happens to be really funny. Right, and the, but then like Cat for me, just in terms of pure comedy, right, you're going like, yeah, Damn. your stomach is gonna fall yeah. out, you. right? <laughs> yeah. you no, know? but you know what? You say that, but then you look at somebody like Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is like, he could be the funniest person. You yeah. know, he he does the movies. He does stand-up. All his stuff is great. Mm-hmm. He works the hardest, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's naturally, he was naturally funny. You know, I met him outside of it before. He was like big, big time yeah. at a, like a party. And he yeah. was just cool and funny then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so. his soul playing days. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so, you know, Kevin Hart is another one that's... You, you never, you know, you, I don't really think you could say who's better than anybody because Richard Pryor is who everybody loves the right, most that's right. older than us. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's yeah. like basketball, you know. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be Kobe's favorite. <laughs> Jordan is your favorite, you know. Yeah, yeah. And and so did, did you do, because um, uh, I know like the scenes are, are really different, um, you know, city to city. So did you... Uh, mainly do it while you were out here? Did you do it in Houston as well? Well, no, no, no. I started stand-up here okay. in L.A. Okay, wow. Right. Yeah. Uh, I have been to Houston to do comedy mm-hmm. and uh, New Orleans also and okay. a couple of other places. But, yeah, I'm mainly in Los Angeles. Okay. Right. Excuse me. Um, does a set... Uh, does a, like, a set... Do you alter it a little bit depending on, like the audience, like maybe you're going to a different region or, but. Yeah, you can, your sets, you alter it for all kinds of different reasons. Okay. It could be minutes, you know, mm-hmm. you might only have five minutes. Mm-hmm. So you got, you have to shorten up your stuff. Yeah. You can't tell your long story that you wanted to tell. Yeah. You know, it could be 20 minutes where you have to tell stories. You have to do crowd work, yeah. you know, things like that. It could be that you're at the uh, ratchet, ratchet in. <laughs> <laughs> It could be that you're at the uh, cowboy end, yeah. you know what I mean? It, it's it's all kinds of different things. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's. Uh, I, I think my favorite, um, like, alteration that I see is especially when there's a um, comedian that's usually like pretty vulgar, then has to like do like a seven minute set on a late night show. So right. it's cable. Right. They can't you like know Conan. Right. Yeah. And and then like seeing them and and I, I'll always have so it's like I, I understand both in that like if they're not quite as good or even nearly as good, it's like I get it because that's just not like I you can see on their face and in their body language that yeah, they're, they're like not censoring. Yeah. Right. You know, but then the ones that do somehow pull it off and like are basically just about as funny as usually it's 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 so I have so much respect for that because I don't even know what the musical like for me it would Equivalent, be like right. singing with a cold or something. I don't even right, know. Right. But but it's so um it's so interesting to me. Like I, I always like how um I, I I noticed eventually that with like cats sets the first probably 
uh, definitely like at least the first five minutes is um, uh, he like creates familiarity with his crowd depending on what city that right. he's doing. So he has like jokes for that Just specific, for that specific city. Right. And and like they get so into it because they feel like he's really like there and exists for them. Right. And I I've, I've always thought that's such a brilliant way to open a show. Like to recognize like the little like the little inside jokes yeah, in the it city. It warms the crowd up. You know, so right. that it's so cool. But um yeah, I guess uh um what what was your journey like? And I'm, I, of course, it, it never ends. But what has your journey been like in terms of developing, like your craft on the the technical side of things? Right. So I had to start. Off, I I kind of started off everywhere in L.A. So I would be going to like North Hollywood. Then I would end up going to like Inglewood. So I was and I was in houses, apartments, like little. Oh. Uh, little just hole in the walls and all of that so yeah. that's how I started off so you know at first it was it was difficult because you were going and it would be like three people there and wow. you would be like well, I, so <laughs> so you want me to make the comedians laugh yeah that aren't even listening to me yeah okay so you know open mics at open mics you kind of gotta you, sometimes you have to pay at open mics to do your comedy on their stage. Yeah. And you're not doing it for a crowd, you're doing it for the comedians yeah. who aren't listening because they just paid too. Yeah. So it's 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 a road uh <laughs> yeah. you're not easing on down this yeah. road. You know what I mean? It's not the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. I, I can't remember um whose podcast I was listening to, but I think it um I think Dave Chappelle was a guest on someone's podcast. Maybe it was Joe Rogan. Um and uh, they were talking about because uh, Joe does comedy as well, and um, they were talking about like theirs and some other comedians that they know, like their their favorite, the favorite like size venue that they like playing for. So I think Dave said like he loves like the intimate forty to fifty person, like even like low ceiling right. type basement feel, um, which to me kind of sounds that that sounds like that that would be more common in like New York. Um, than, right. than out here. Um, and then, uh, but I think <laughs> you were saying like, it was either Chris Rock or Eddie Murphy that said like, yeah, they, they, their favorite is like 20,000 or something like that. Yeah, so I want a stadium. Yeah, yeah. I would rather a stadium. Oh, is that, is that your vibe too? Yeah, I would okay. rather a stadium than uh, just like a family affair type thing. Yeah. But I can understand why Dave Chappelle would like that better because yeah. he wants it to be like a storytelling mm -hmm. type of thing mm -hmm. where I want it to be just, just ah! because <laughs> I had to put my energy up also, yeah. you know? Yeah, so. I like that. You, you know, uh, just thinking about doing a, like, stand-up in a, in a stadium, I, I've, uh, I don't know why this just flashed across my head, but I, I was like, damn, would... The, what if like the Super Bowl had, like, a comedian for the halftime show right. that, like, did, like, a stand... But, like, like... That that's so. There's too many haters in the world. Oh. <laughs> They'll be too mad. Hey man, where where's the singer? Yeah. At? <laughs> you know, audience. They don't really like comedy as much as they think they do. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's true. It's that that would be so interesting to me though. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. No, man. It's it's um, it's it's an interesting time now too because. Um, I like I'm I'm 25, so I'm I'm definitely on the the younger side. But like, even I, because I have older sisters, I remember seeing as a kid um, clips from like like Def Jam uh, clips, and right. I spent like a lot of Martin and 
um, even like like when like Marlon Wayans and all those guys were like really doing sets and um, like I, I know a little bit about the culture in the sense that it really did like the, the the club owners and managers and like word of mouth people vouching for you was a really big part and still is to some degree like today of you know getting your shot and but like now seeing. Um, people enter that comedy space because they're they're just fu- they're funny online, right. and just it, it's it's interesting because like I've heard comedians talk about this because um, like some comedians from like the older generation like got a little salty about because they're like mm, yes. I would do three nights in Salt Lake City for fifteen years or some shit like they they like go around before they got their shot and then they, now they're seeing kids like blow up. Yeah. you know, and claim this comedian title after being funny online for like a year. Right. You know, so maybe not even that long. They right. Just have the followers. Yeah. Right. So for, as for you, like someone, um, I guess mostly coming from the, the era where like you really had to just like go on the road and literally be outside. Like how, how has it been, I guess, like using the internet, like just like as a tool? Well, I remember for COVID, Ooh. it was all Zoom. Oh, yeah. And that was the weirdest thing ever at first. Because, <laughs> you know, you'd be telling jokes on a, and doing a set, and somebody would come on. Yeah. Like, they'll let somebody in the Zoom, and they would know what's going on, yeah. and they'll be talking during your set. You know, like, hey, is Joe in here? You know, yeah. right while you're doing yeah. your set. <laughs> so it was weird at first, but, you know, we ended up learning how to evolve yeah. And learning how to do better things, so we ended up having a whole show, and you and instead of doing it on Zoom live, you get the show, the recorded show, mm-hmm. you know. So it was just you just got you have to learn how to uh, maneuver and camouflage or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> you got to be with the times. Yeah, yeah. You so, know that, that's you're you're right, and like not even just like uh, it, it's it's always. It's always kind of disappointing to see the uh, older generation of like any industry or sector. Just like you can, you can see that the frustration is coming from a genuine place of like not understanding something. That's exactly what you it know. Is. So then, like <laughs> misunderstanding, yeah. like Bernie Mac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, just like going straight into absolutely hating the fuck out of that thing because they just don't get it. And because um, like I know Andrew Schultz is like a big one that like really. Um, use the internet yeah. to to like really take off and um, but I mean from what I hear I've, I haven't seen him live from what I hear um, he's fantastic live but he seems to like I think he's a good example of like you know use the internet in the right way you can really you know get out there and um, but I, I can understand it like there se- there does seem to be this like rite of passage of going on the road yeah you know. I know a lot of comedians who don't do stand up and are just IG comedians, you know? So mm-hmm. how can you can't be mad at that? Everybody has to have their own avenue, own way of mm-hmm. being successful and everybody can be successful, you know? Mm-hmm. So no, I, I I'm going to tell you like 4 years ago, that was a thing like they they people were mad like you don't know how to do stand up. You mm-hmm. know, they would be mad right when they come up on stage already. Yeah. So how can you even know if they're funny or not? Because you're already mad at them. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let everybody yeah. do their thing. You know, if that's what yeah. they do on the internet, then you're funny on the internet. Some yeah. people, you know, I'm, I did both. I've done skits. I've done, you know, I've done stand-up. I've done all of it. Mm-hmm. And 
all of it is difficult. You know, yeah. all of it has its own paths. So I don't feel like you should really hate on anybody yeah. ever. So. Yeah, I agree, man. I don't think people understand in any context how hard it is to be funny on purpose, like yes. on command. Like that shit is hard. Like anytime I've ever been like, all right, let's be funny. I literally freeze. You know, yeah. it's, it's but you know what I do too. When people ask me, uh, "Oh, you're a comedian," the first thing they say is, "Are you funny?" Yeah. Tell me a joke. Yeah, I always freeze at that point. Yeah, but I learned what to say now. I'm like, "Give me money, and yeah. I will do a set for you yeah. right now." <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, for my labor, I need some yeah. laboring. I need some stimulation <laughs> for my labor. Yeah. You know, that's the good thing about uh, tuba is that you have to be an actual asshole for like to for you to see my tuba like on my back in public and right yeah, just pull it out <laughs> <Right>. fucking start <laughs> right. start playing um but no it's yeah no you're you're absolutely right and i i i found it interesting that um it, in comedy and in music um people's celebrity it these days grow so much faster than their actual uh skill set and right. that's that's literally not their fault like it takes years to get very good at something exactly. but when brands and when your brand is taking off because like people just want more of like the very best version that they've seen of you like they don't even know that like you might not be at that level where you can produce that type of thing like all the Consistently, time right, right. and because i remember like um when vine was super big and then like some of the big like the the biggest people from vine they had this following where I guess someone, maybe an agent, reached out to them, convinced them, like, hey, like, we can start making money booking shows now right. to have you, like, do stand-up. And, of course, like, people are like, yeah, they were terrible. And it's just like, yeah, because how do you go from, like, six-second videos right. to never doing stand-up? And now you have to write. You have to rehearse it. You have to <laughs> like, know how to be on stage. Yeah. You got to know how to move on stage, yeah. you know? You know, so so, but does it does it make the because I know traditionally the comedy like the the stand up to Hollywood route has always been actual stand up comedians then getting a shot at Hollywood. But does the all the other funny people that aren't necessarily stand up has it been more competitive in terms of like placements for things like TV and, and movies? Oh, for sure. You mean yeah. out here? Yeah. Well, it's more competitive because this is like here, New York, mm -hmm. and maybe a couple of other places mm -hmm. have this, you know, this type of, uh, what would you call it? Entertainment field. I don't mm -hmm. know what you want to call yeah. it, but you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's saturated here. It's just, mm -hmm. it's so many comedians. Mm -hmm. So you got to... I don't even know if being funny is good enough anymore here. Mm. So mm. it's like the traffic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you can make it through it, you yeah. can. But yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty saturated. It's pretty. That's so interesting. Yeah. No, because I've, I've, it's interesting seeing um, uh, like former, uh, yeah, like Vine people and, and Instagram funny people getting like, real placements in like Netflix movies and right. other stuff and, and having um, done a lick of acting in their yeah, lives right yeah <laughs> you know it's it's crazy but it's um it's the, the 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 internet comedian is definitely a modern phenomenon yeah that, like I, I I don't understand but at the same time like I won't I will never hate on it just because I don't understand it like if someone's getting an opportunity that's great for them right but it, it's it is interesting to um it is interesting how like the internet created all these lanes. Yeah, but you have to think of it like this. 
can the stand-up person do that eight-second vine? Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just as hard to do that eight-second vine and keep doing it consistently enough and know the ag- algorithms and all of that stuff yeah. you have to know <laughs> and deal with that. Like, yeah. I don't want to do that IG stuff all day. Yeah. I get tired of it just putting one photo <laughs> up, you know? So. Yeah. No, that's a really good point because I'm, I'm thinking, like, some of the funniest guys ever would be terrible at that shit. Like, right. <laughs> like, like, Chris Rock. Imagine Chris Rock making a vine. <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to hit none of his yeah. jokes. He has to do movements and stuff. Yeah, um, he's he. he I and funny. Speaking of Chris Rock, I feel like he's one of the um, only guys that could have made the the Zoom thing work, just because he has one of those voices that's funny in any context. Exactly. So his voice, it would be hilarious hearing Chris Rock coming from like your shitty computer speaker, right? You know, but but no, you you got to be because it's not even with the Zoom thing. It's like. He's so great at it though. Yeah, yeah. That it would be easy. Yeah. It'd yeah. be like breathing for him. That's probably easier than life for him. Yeah. On being on stage now. Yeah. You know? You He's know, mastered it. That, that's so um it's interesting because in a way, I, I I still feel like Chris Rock is somehow um underrated for his stand-up. It's because he, when I hear people talk about like their greatest conversations, he doesn't come up as often as like I think he would because we we all know Chris Rock, the, 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 the movie star and just like everything he has done. But I feel like he doesn't really get enough praise for being one of like the great stand up comedians. It it might be because some people don't think he's funny if. Like, if he's just walking down the street. Mm-hmm. Like, some people might feel like his set is just funny. Mm-hmm. I don't know. To mm-hmm. me, he's great. Yeah. You know, you can't. Yeah. He's top notch. Yeah. That's who I'm trying to be like. Yeah. So, I can't, I can't down him for anything. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, uh, it's interesting to uh, me because, like, um, actually, actually, like, Comedy made me realize that I'm definitely like a little racist, right? <laughs> because like, everybody is. No, don't feel bad. No, like for me, like like because I was like, damn, like, um, like especially growing up, like it took me later in my adult life is when I uh, started to fu- like like now I have like there's a lot of white comedians that I find to be really funny, right? But like a- as a kid though, um, I like. I only like like guys like Cat Williams like that was what was funny to me. So like when I would just see like as a kid like someone like Jim Gaffigan was just like really dry to me. Right. Just really. But now you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but like now as I've like I've like just gotten literally just older and like developed more brain cells and shit. Like it's like okay. Like now I understand like the the more layered stuff. Right. But um, that like like uh you know. Why do you think that um, it, it's so interesting that, that there is black comedy? But, you know, anyone can, obviously anyone can go to the shows. I think anyone would find Cat Williams or any of these other guys funny. But, like, comedy has, I, I guess, either naturally or just because race, like, racism is embedded in everything in this country. Like, comedy, they're definitely just, or I guess, there was a black lane for comedy and a white lane. Right. And it's um like did you like like I guess as a kid, like listening to comedy, like did you did you feel that as well? Well yeah, you had to 
chitlin circuit. Yeah. You had, like, you know what I mean? You had Saturday Night Live yeah. where it was, it was only one black person that was going to get on there and he yeah. better be the funniest of all. Yeah. So I understand what you're saying, but I used to love all comedians if yeah. they were funny. Like Chris Farley was one of my yeah. favorite comedians. Yeah. Uh, Will Ferrell, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, it's all kinds of. Jay Leno is a great comedian to me. Yeah. Very funny. So, you know, I, for me, to me, it helped with racism because you can laugh, everybody laughs together mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. You know, you might be talking about some crazy stuff, but everybody can identify with it. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're laughing with the person. Yeah. Unless it gets real serious, <laughs> yeah. you know, like your dude from Frazier. Was, was it your dude from Frazier? What's his name? Uh, and he went crazy on stage. Wait, wait, no, the dude from Seinfeld. From right? Seinfeld, yeah, that's yeah. what it um, was, it was right. uh, not Kramer. Frazier. Kramer, Kramer yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said right. Frazier, yeah. Kramer. <laughs> yeah, no, he, um, no. yeah, he just, he, yeah, like, like once it like stops being comedy and just turns some personal thing, yeah. But, but it could be society too, because where, where I grew up, it was like, you better not lose no white person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like everything yeah. was just segregated. Yeah. You know, you would think it wasn't, but yeah, you know, that's my society. The people I grew up around was all black, yeah. so it was just like pro-black. Yeah, yeah. So. No, that, it makes sense. I mean, it, it's um, um, yeah. It, it it's still one of those things to me where uh, a comedy now. I think. Um, It'll be interesting to see how it develops, uh, I guess, you know, politically speaking, just because now we definitely are in a time where, um, for some reason, that this, I guess, this whole, like, comedians are off limits. They have this, like, uh, in a way, diplomatic immunity to speak on all things in any way that they want to. But now that, that, like, um, I guess, privilege is... Definitely, at least in my lifetime, is being challenged more than like I've ever. It's been is being smacked down. Yeah, it's <laughs> being smacked down. Yeah, you know, and it's it's just it's it's um as a like I, I mean obviously you know for you as a comedian like how 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 like what what do you like think or or feel when you see people like giving their opinions on this stuff? Well, with recently. There's been a lot of craziness, like people jumping on stage and stuff. So I'm more worried about that. I could care less about another person's opinion. Yeah. But when you start running on stage and doing stuff, that's when it gets a little crazy. Right. Yeah, Dave was just at the bowl exactly. like a week ago. Right. At the, at the Hollywood Bowl where yeah. they check your purse, your drawers, your socks, yeah. metal detector, and then somebody came in with a, with a weapon. Yeah. It was really... Hmm. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> It's crazy, man, and and I, I you know, because m- like uh, if you see like a hundred thousand people, uh, you know, retweet some tweet that says like you know Dave Chappelle, it's gonna be your turn one day, you know, like a, a lot of people, like literally ninety nine thousand of those people are just like they're just you know they just want to be a part of the moment, they're just talking shit, but right. they never actually do that. But like the problem is, is like in these big movements. There's always going to be that one person that then like and like because of this now the the all it takes, I mean sometimes all it takes is one but with two that that that's when like so it went from the the Will Smith Chris Rock thing now to the Hollywood Bowl thing right. now because you're able to create some type of pattern from it, it there's almost this weird expectation 
of like, well, well, when's like the next one of these gonna happen? Or the weird expectation of how about get some comedians, some security around yeah, here. <laughs> you a, know what I mean? <laughs> that's a good. It's a good point, man. I don't want them to think who's the next one. Yeah, because that is what somebody's thinking. Yeah, but we need somebody to stop them because we don't have rules. Like it's no rules for comedians. Like yeah. we walk in the spots, it's usually no security. Yeah. Yeah, and we're sitting there talking about people's lives and what they got on, what <laughs> yeah. they wore to come laugh at us. Yeah, so it, it, mental health is real. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, uh, comedian celebrity is it's 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 definitely the most unique of all the celebrity because there's something about um, musicians and athletes that because the their the literal physical ability of what they're doing almost creates this like um, god-like separation, right? You know, between things. But of course, because everyone, because everyone knows someone that's funny or they think they're funny, I think in that way, for better or worse, comedians are more approachable. So it's like you know, like because even today, like I like Dave Chappelle is very famous, but if I if I ran into him, and I'm a big fan of him, but if I ran into him, I wouldn't approach him the way that I would be like, oh my fucking God, it's Michael Jackson. Right. Would just be like, oh, that guy, that funny guy, you know? And 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 but it's so weird though, because I guess I guess now, you know, like I've heard, you know, rappers um, you know, say on tracks like, um, you know, uh, like I'm not I'm not a role model, I'm not like an influencer of this or that. But I think comedians, especially in the last five to 10 years now, for some reason, like the, the public is treating them as people that have to like watch their words almost as much as like politicians. Right. And I'm just, I, it's just like, why, 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 how or why has like someone like Dave like gotten to a point where people actually think, regardless of what he's saying, it's like, why do you think Dave can actually make a significant impact on the livelihoods of, of trans people or this or that? Like he's a comedian and he, I, I just like, you shouldn't have, he, no comedian should have the power to like influence legitimate policy. I don't think well, that's the goal of anything. Well, he has the power to influence the most amount of people in the world, though. Mm. So if he's influencing that many people, if that many people are listening to him, think of how many people love Dave Chappelle. Yeah. So if he says anything, ever since that five of, uh, what, 50 million he didn't sign, <laughs> and they tried to take his show, you know, maybe maybe it's something else behind it, too. You yeah. know, we don't, we don't know what's going on. That's true. I, I never know anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, what, so what have been, um, I guess, uh, you know, moving on from that, like, what, what have been some, like, uh, um, I think we all have, like, an aha moment, um, you know, both musicians and comedians in terms of like a moment, it's usually when we're young, where we find some type of success, uh, usually in a performance or in a set. And like, we have that moment where it's like, oh yeah, like I want to stick, I, like I want to keep doing this. I want to keep getting better. And I know that if I keep doing it, I can be really good at this. Like, But like, was there like a moment for you where you were just like, yeah. Well, every time I've been on stage, like at the beginning, like, my set wasn't funny, but I would say something that'll make the crowd laugh, mm. and they remember it, you know? Mm. It might, I might not have been funny for the 10 minutes or the 5 minutes, but <laughs> that one 30-second thing yeah. I said made everybody remember. So, 
I always, I've always felt like somebody laughed. Mm-hmm. So I've always been good. I've, I've never been booed. Mm. <laughs> so I don't know. It's a little different for me than other people maybe. Yeah. I don't know how they feel. But yeah. for me, if you're doing it for the love of it, you shouldn't care about what the people think. Yeah. If you think you're funny and you want to make it in this, you have to you have to be like a boxer, you yeah. know, where yeah. where you think you're the best no matter who it is. Yeah. So that's how, that's the way I have to feel about yeah. it. Yeah. No, it makes sense, man. Um and I guess um it's still so I'm it's it's uh now this is where we the 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 one of the very few differences between music and comedy is that um if I record myself, I can listen back and, and go like, um, okay, like the problem with this is that it's not in time or it's out of tune or the style's not right and it's so much clearer. But um, I've always, like in that process of getting better as a comedian, I, I've always been like curious of like, how do you know, besides just like, oh, like that joke wasn't great, like your, your body language and all this stuff, like how do you like know what of like, how do you prioritize? Like, okay, this needs to improve. How do you like prioritize? Well, we watch film just like you watch film okay. and just like they watch film in sports. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if you watch yourself, that's why people go and they bring their uh, tripod and video themselves yeah. Yeah. because you get, to, you get to hear everything you said. Mm-hmm. You get to see if it was what you were trying to say. You know, your movements on stage. Like I used to turn my back to the crowd and mm-hmm. not know, you know? Mm-hmm. So things like that, you can see, you can see your habits. You can see if you, if you just swing in the, the core too much of the, you know, anything yeah. like that. So yeah. it, watching film is good for every, yeah every, uh, what would you say? Occupation? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, you're absolutely right. The, the top athletes do it. The, the top musicians, um, and top comedians. So yeah, man, it, it's, um, uh, Man, that, that's that's so cool, and I think um, like uh, uh, again, what I appreciate a lot is the just the the very many like uh, uh, styles that you can um, like I guess go into, and and I guess like as a comedian when you're watching um, uh, a set, is it is it kind of is it difficult to like, um, like, like for me as a musician, it's hard for me to just listen to a song and listen to it the way that like someone who doesn't, who isn't aware of the elements to pay attention to, like the way they'd listen. To. So like when you're watching, uh, you know, anyone do their thing now, um, are you just, are, is it kind of hard to turn off that, like that analytical part of you? Well, no, I, I told you, I, I find funny in everything. Yeah. So even if it's even if the person isn't good, I would be laughing at the crowd, mm. you know, the way they reacted to that. Yeah. So I'm always looking for laughs in comedy. And yeah. uh, But it's just like you said with music, like you're, you're Stevie Wonder of, of uh, music and all of that. Yeah. Well, watching that person, if it's great, then it's yeah. easy to watch. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. Like Cat Williams, I can watch him. I can't analyze it. Yeah. I can only see the greatness. Yeah. Like when you used to sit down to watch Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, Michael Jackson is coming on <laughs> back in the day. So that's that's how it is. Michael Jordan, Kobe. Yeah. So to me, greatness is greatness. And I, sh- I shouldn't be looking at it in a way of analyzing it. Yeah. Like that or yeah. whatever. 
Man, that's a, uh, another thing of about cat uh, that's just so um, interesting. I, I, I heard that, like, um, like hearing other comedians talk about him, they'd, because I guess he's, he's, a, he's definitely a, a private guy. And because I know there's like, you, you got your, you kind of have like both sides of the spectrum. Someone like Kat that like uh, kind of seems to be uh, to himself. Like he's usually like actually hanging out with like normal people, like not even celebrities. Right. And then like all the way to the far side of like, you know, if you go down to like the, the Laugh Factory or something like that. Um, or the comedy store, like the comedians that are like always around each other and like they're really like into the community. And, um, but the uh, thing about Kat, I, I heard that like, cause comedians would be like, yeah, like he, like apparently he doesn't work out his material in small clubs. He doesn't, like he didn't go on the road or anything. He would just somehow know that the shit that he's working on is funny and like. Well, he's just funny. Yeah. So. It just comes out like Jay Z. Jay Z yeah. doesn't write raps. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's like, insane, right? Man. Exactly. Well, it's, I guess it's in, in the sense that, like, because that's not that is not common at all on the highest. Because, like, I'll I'll hear, um, uh, you know, Chris Rock or or Eddie Murphy be like, yeah, you know, before I do, um, like, because I know Eddie Murphy's working on coming back, um, uh, but he's like. Apparently he's trying to do he's trying to like work it out like he wants to do like yeah, two hundred yeah, yeah that's yeah. what Dave Chappelle does that's what everybody does yeah. you want to go work your your you do like five minute sets or whatever mm -hmm. and try to see what jokes are working and then you work those again so yeah he wants to go and do all of that but for Cat that's he crazy. probably can he 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 might not just go straight on stage yeah. he probably rehearses stuff and everything and knows what he's saying yeah but he's been doing it so much and he's been funny for so long and his yeah. voice on his by itself is funny to people yeah that it doesn't matter he's just funny yeah so and not saying Eddie Murphy isn't yeah he just does it the way Eddie Murphy does it more of the way they tell you you're supposed to do mm -hmm. it in comedy. Mm -hmm. So yeah, everyone has a different approach. As long as it's as long as it's exactly. hitting, then that that's what matters. Um, yeah, and I, I don't and correct me if I'm I'm wrong. Like, did Cat even did was he did he did, was he like ever in any of the Def Jam things? Did he just come out of nowhere? No, yeah, he just well, I don't know if he came out of nowhere, yeah. but he wasn't on Def Jam and things like yeah. that. Yeah, which was the obviously the biggest platform for black comedians. So, but he might not have been in L.A. He might have been in since you know he's yeah. from Cincinnati or yeah. wherever in Ohio. So yeah, he might have came out here late. Yes, dude, right, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, man, um, uh, before we 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 get you out of here, man, I think um. Um, like what would you, uh, let's say someone's listening to this and, uh, cause obviously they probably have millions of people that at some point, whether now or before they were like, you know what, maybe, maybe I should give comedy a try. What would you say? Where, where does someone start? Well, you have to start with knowing that you really want to do it. So you have to get on stage. That's how you start. Yeah. Now you don't have to go to the open mics, but that's the easiest route. But say you don't live in L.A., where is the open mic everywhere you go? And you don't know where to go for an open mic. Yeah. So you might have to go to the, to the church. Yeah. You might have to, you got to do it wherever you want to do it if you really want to be a comedian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, my, I wasn't living here when I kind of started back doing comedy. And I was in Houston, and I had to do a show for my church. You know, so wow. yeah, you can't curse. You can't, you know, you can't say nothing about drugs. Yeah. You can't say nothing about none of that type of stuff. So... You know, you, you just got to go out there and do it. Yeah. 
just like every other job. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't and your interviews are getting on you you got to get on stage in front of randoms. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I and I will say um what I I admire so much um about like listening to comedians talk about um their early days. Um I, I love how much like as a community you guys almost uh you guys almost enjoy bombing on stage because it's just it's it that's how you grow, and um, like I, that I do not think that that uh, mindset is like universal across all art forms, but I think that's such a healthy way of seeing like just failing spectacularly. Yeah. You have to be uncomfortable. Yeah, you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like every every single time, it's a chance. No, it, it's a real good chance you're going to fail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> or you're not going to be as great as you think you would be. It's yeah. only a few times you're going to get in a zone where people are going to be like, oh, my God, that yeah. was it. You know? Yeah. So you have to you have to kind of start enjoying failing. Yeah. But, you know, in everything you do, you have to fail first in order to achieve. You got to yeah. know how that feels, you know? Yeah. So, Dude, well, that's 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 cool, man. Look, you, you got a show tonight, and... Um, yeah, man, you're 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 living it. You're doing it, and um, but yeah, bro, this is it's so cool to uh, it's it's always cool to to pick anyone's brain on on you know any matter that they're you know like uh, an expert on or well versed on. But for me, like comedy is just just one of those things I appreciate so much. So um, yeah, man, having you here today is just I, I really appreciate it. No, nah, man, I appreciate you letting me be on the show, and yeah. uh, you know. The reason why you it's you're, it's intriguing to you is because you're musician. You're musician. Blah, 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 I can't even say. It, <laughs> yeah. You're a musician, yeah. so you you understand it a little more than like somebody that just works in an office. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I would say that. But yeah. and thank you so much for letting me be on here. Uh, you gave me some water and stuff. <laughs> treated me right. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. The the difference between like being a regular person and like a CIA agent that holds people hostage is offering water. That's exactly. That's really the difference. Right. So You're not at least I can You're do not the <laughs> Dude, man, well, yeah, thank you again. And um, yeah, for people uh, listening that made it all the way to the end, uh, thank you. Um, this is a song called Life and we're out. Peace. Yeah, follow me on Instagram. Oh, Are yeah. we already out? Yes, sir. No, no, no. Oh, all right, <laughs> no, good, good, good. Follow me on Instagram, comedian Dave O'Harris. Yes, sir. Right. <laughs> yeah, and we'll um, add your uh, Instagram handle to like the episode description as well, where people can check you out. And, and Facebook, you yes. know, for my old people, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yes. People, it's still, it's still people on Facebook, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm Dave O'Harris on there. So. Yeah, and I'm sure on on probably both of their uh, both of those profiles, um, you can also see. Uh, where you're gonna perform exactly. your upcoming dates? Yeah. So yeah, you guys. even get to see my family a little bit. I yeah. try not to show them too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hey man. Um, yeah. I'm. Uh, this is gonna be great. I think people are gonna enjoy this. And um, but yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, thank you. Have a good one.